0: Again, the doors close at four o'clock Pacific today. You can sign up at kathyharcom slash join. I cannot wait to spend 12 weeks with you and watch you become a master at manifesting the most gorgeous experiences and opportunities and abundance into your life. Hey guys, it's Kathy. I just want to share an extra mini episode with you every single week because I want to be there for you. I want to be there to encourage you. I want to be there to help you see things in a way that just feels like it's doable. Like you are so much closer than you really think. And I want to show you what's possible. So here's one of our minisodes. I hope you like it. Take a listen. What do you think are the two things that are required for you to have the most abundant, beautiful life? If you had to pick two things out of everything we talked about, what would you say are those two things? So it's gonna be taking action, right? We, we live in both a immaterial and material world, right? Madonna talked a little bit about that, but no, we do. We have this 3D aspects, right? Which is an action, this action. There's a little bit of action that's needed, But then what do we also need? We need the energy. We need the alignment, right? So it's alignment, right? It's being in that state, that peak state. That's probably going to be 99% of it is the energy that you are pulling through you, right? Is that focus. Focus equals feeling. It's your vibration. It's your boldness. It's your creativity. It's being in the zone. And then if you take that and then you throw the basketball, that's where that physical action meets that alignment. What do you get? You get Michael Jordan. Okay. So I just did a post about him this morning. I'm a little obsessed with him. I think everybody, you know, goes through your life and you kind of find that person. But when I watch him play basketball, I get turned on. Like I literally turned on in every way. Always was like that. I actually sat next to him in 1998 on a flight leaving New York. It was a very random thing. I was flying standby. I was 19 years old. There was a snowstorm in New York city. Every flight kept getting pushed. I couldn't get out of the airport. They put me on a standby list. They told me I was number seven on the standby list. So I said, screw this. I'm never going to get on this plane. They call my name, Kathy Heller. And I go to the desk and she says, guess what? We only have one seat on this flight. And the six people in front of you were all couples and they didn't want to split up. So you, the seventh person, you get a seat. And I thought, oh, thank God, this is probably going to be like the worst seat in the plane next to the bathroom in the back, but I'll get out of this airport. No, no, no. it was a f- seat in first class. And I was sitting next to the one and only Mr. 23 Chicago Bulls. Let's hear it. Anyway, so I talked to this man for three and a half hours, kind of insane. And he's told me, I'm an entrepreneur and I work really hard and I love the work. The work is the best part, Right. That was an amazing little, what is that called in, in the, the movies? A, a meet cute? Maybe not because we didn't wind up going on a date. Although that would have been the better story. No, that didn't happen. Okay, so what's my point? My point is a lot of times we forget our capacity. We just completely forget it. And you know what? That's the thing that causes us the most pain. Because when you are working towards something, That is the best feeling. Because remember the pile of stuff, it's not it. It's not what you want. It's the capacity you find. It's your ability to see your greatness come alive inside of you, right? So people like him awaken inside of us. Holy crap, that level of excellence is possible in me. And it is. Every one of us, this is a scary thought. This is going to light a fire under your butt. Every one of us actually can be Mozart not maybe with a piano, right? Because that might not be your skill set. but everybody has that level of talent, but not everybody chooses to show up and find their greatness, but we have that capacity. We are built to do it. It's kind of like, imagine if you have a Ferrari, but you just never take it for a drive. You're like, that car was built to move. So if you kind of just like drive it around the shopping plaza, it's not really what it's meant to do. You know, if you take a Tesla and you just never, you're just not a techie person and never utilize what it does. And like you give it to your grandma and she literally keeps it in the garage and once in a while drives it to the grocery store. It's such a waste. Like that car, a car isn't built to do that. You were not built to give yourself lie after lie after lie, hit after hit after hit of, of cortisol and tell yourself what is not possible and you know it. That's why it bothers you. If something stops bothering you, it's because there's no truth in it. You move on. It's not really like, but if something constantly keeps coming back, it's because your soul knows what home base feels like. And it knows that you're not in alignment with yourself. You're lying to yourself. I said, what are the two things that are needed? It's alignment and action. It's double A, double A battery. Why is that so important? Because the alignment, first of all, you need that just to feel good. What you really want in your life is alignment. You want alignment more than anything because you want to feel peace and you want to feel well-being. So that's number one, right? For your sanity. And it's where you're going to get all your creativity and all the downloads. But we forget that action is not just action. It's massive action. And we lie to ourselves. We tell ourselves what we're not capable of. And then we do another lie and we go, you see all those people who are successful, they're lucky. And that's a big problem. Cause what do we just do? We rob them of anything that they should get credit for. If you watch Beyonce perform and you go and tell yourself she's lucky, that's a crime against humanity. She's working her ass off. And the reason she feels so good, it's not really because of the ticket sales. It's because of that next edge, that next level that she finds inside of herself. If you watch The Office and you go, oh my God, Steve Carell, he got lucky. He just got this part. This man works so hard. Greg Daniels, that whole cast, I got to interview three of those people. Rain Wilson, Jenna Fisher, Brian Baumgartner. They worked their ass off. And I interviewed the guy who directed Bridesmaids, Paul Feig. And Paul goes, you know what's horrible? Because comedians, like most comedies, don't win Oscars because people think it's easy. He goes, no, (laughs) it's still hard. It's just that we have to make it look easy or else he goes, there's something that is called sweating. If the movie is sweating, it's because the actor looks like they're trying too hard. So comedians, he said, have to actually work harder than dramatic actors because they have to make the joke and then make it look like it's not work. He goes, it's work. (laughs) But my point is the people who you admire, you know, if you admire Picasso, And you say, why would he make $50 million for a 10 by 10 painting? It's like, well, that's about 400,000 hours of work. That wasn't just a painting. That was a lifetime of mastery. And we all have that inside of us. I hope you got something out of that. If you like these Minisodes, then please share it with someone you know who needs to hear it. And if you post about this episode on Instagram, you can tag me at Kathy.Heller because I always love reposting. I love you so much. I'll talk to you again soon.